1: back to this week's episode of ladies who launch it's been a crazy week i think both dakota and i have had crazy weeks and i can't believe um, november is already done as we're recording this it's november 29th so i mean literally two days to december and for as crazy as 2020 has been it's kind of still unbelievable that we are already in december Um, or getting to, December to the end of the year. But just before we get started, we actually have a really cool episode today, all like sort of positive, um, getting ready for Christmas and really interesting gifts you can get um, biz- business owners and supporting local businesses. Um, but before we get to that, I think Dakota and I just want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who listens to our podcast as we passed 1000 downloads this week, which is super cool. I don't think either one of us Thought when we started this little um, operation that even anyone would listen besides their parents. So thank you to everyone who's downloading this and enjoying it and sending us great comments that you're loving the the content and that we are focusing on local Calgary and Alberta uh, women and uh, news and events. And so we're very thankful. So thank you,
0: thank you everybody. Really appreciate it. You guys rock.
1: Yes, we have we have good peeps. But I think as we start off, as I said, we're going to do a bit of an interesting episode uh, talking about Christmas gift giving or holiday gift giving and some interesting, more different type of gifts that you can get for small business owners that maybe um, you wouldn't have thought about. And especially in this year of 2020, when many small business owners, especially solopreneurs, um, have struggled with... um, getting their revenue and much lower revenue than they would have had in the previous years. And all of those expenses that are still coming in. And I think anyone who's a consultant or a small business owner knows that we just get drowned in subscriptions and paying for all of our services. So that's paying for like social media software, scheduling software, and paying for our Canvas subscriptions and paying for Adobe subscriptions and our our website renewals and even our professional association um, memberships. All those costs add up. And this year of all years, it would be great for people to sort of step forward and say, hey, I'll cover your Canva um, subscription, or I'll cover off your IEBC or CPRS membership or any of those sorts of things that would really help. Because that like three or four or five hundred dollars is a lot when you've um, had a 70 or 80 percent revenue cut over the over 2020. So those are some of my initial ideas in terms of just different types of gifts that you can think of giving um, from a from a service perspective and so a, a, just directly to a small business, but um, Dakota, what are some of your ideas for for more um, traditional style um, gifts?
0: Yeah, so I think uh, it was Small Business Saturday yesterday uh, here in Alberta, um, and so I think I was thinking about a couple of ways to support small business. And some of the uh, people that I follow on social media, some of the other small businesses that I follow, were posting some really cool things, and so a little bit more support and less gift, but really loving the idea of maybe covering off somebody's subscription for them. Like, Oh, Hey, you know, for your Christmas present this year, if you, if you know a consultant or an entrepreneur, um, maybe they're part of your family, maybe they're your significant other, maybe they're just a friend as part of your gift to them this year, like asking them like, what, yeah, what do you use the most? Um, on on the everyday. And if it's Canva or Adobe Suite or something like that, maybe your gift to them is I'm paying for your entire 2021 subscription so that you don't have to worry about that next year just because I know it's an integral part of your business. Or I'm going to pay for you to hire somebody like myself or Alyssa to set up social channels that maybe you've been wanting to, to set up for a while. So... Um, And some other really great ways you can just support small businesses and I would just make a point of doing it in December for the people that you, you know, for for your community is write a positive review. Even if it's like a friend that you know really well that owns a bakery or a restaurant, make it a point to sit down for a day and just, you know, have a coffee and write a bunch of positive reviews for some of the small businesses that you know and that you frequent and, and love to go to. Uh, tell your family and friends about them. Spread the word on social media or by word of mouth. um, Make sure you're following them on social media. A follow means a lot to small businesses. It helps with their engagement. It helps their content to be seen more often within... um, It actually affects how the content algorithm works on social media when you have... Um, a lot more followers, which is why people are always striving to get followers. So give them a follow, make sure you're following them, um, engage with their posts, making sure that when you're following them, um, like their post. if you're scrolling past something, just give it a heart, give it a reaction. Um, give them a shout out on your own social media. Like I had this amazing meal here tonight and I really loved it. Or I bought this really cool thing and I wanted to spread the word. And then you can sign up for their newsletter. Like really like what skin off your back is that if you just are getting a couple of newsletters in your email that you've signed up to their newsletter, just so you can kind of keep in touch with what they're doing. So I would say those are six really small, super easy things you can do to support small businesses. And you can do them all the time. It doesn't even just have to be for the holiday season. And it
1: costs you nothing.
0: It costs you nothing. It's a little bit of your time and it feels so good to do that.
1: Yeah. I think um, even I will admit that I'm not the best with um engaging on social and shouting out um small businesses like I should be, and so I think even as small business owners we we miss the mark on um supporting our own people a lot of the time. so I think um those are just things we can always keep top of mind. It, it was an interesting I think it was um uh, Julie Van Rosendahl, who's I think we've mentioned her here before she's a a, a very famous um food food writer and uh, cook in in Calgary, and she was mentioning. I think she's actually said this on the January podcast of all things. Um, and she has this idea for a pay it forward system where there's so many families in the city and, and anywhere that can't afford to go support their local business as much as they would love to go have a pizza at a local restaurant. They just don't have the money to do that. So if you're going to buy get a, get your takeout pizza or your takeout Indian food or Chinese food or whatever it is. Um, buy a gift card at the same time that and leave it with the restaurant that the restaurant can then use that to give out to a local family in the neighborhood to, to give them dinner or those sorts of things. So um I love that idea of paying it forward in some way, in, in the fact that you're doing this anyway, like you're, you're going to get pizza or, or you're going to the grocery store. Well, get a little extra to a help the, the, the business that you're already frequenting. And then that business can then pay it forward by helping a less fortunate family be able to, to have a nice holiday season as well.
0: I love that, Alyssa. That's awesome. The other... Well, is,
1: jo- Julie Van Rosendahl is the ultimate best. Let's just be honest. Mean,
0: but like, what a great idea. So easy to do, right? It's it's as easy as when you're in like a lineup at a Starbucks or something, right? right. Being at a, And you're paying for the person behind you. Like, and then you yeah, same
1: sort of idea. Although like the person behind you probably doesn't need you to buy them the Starbucks. because well, like, be exactly, <laughs> Not really. But not. yeah, same sort of thing. And I love the fact her idea was to, to put the, 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 the onus on, on the, the restaurant owner. So then they get to decide um, like if somebody comes in and wants to have a meal or, or doesn't have enough to cover a meal, then they can use some of that gift card to, to cover it for them. So I love the idea of making it the business owner's, um, sort of putting them in charge, they sort of know their neighborhood. They they would know people or families that, that might be able to to use it. I think that's awesome.
0: Absolutely. Um, the other thing I was going to mention too is if you took advantage of one of the benefits that the government rolled out this year, like the CERB, um, even like probably not loans just because obviously you have to pay those back. But if you were the recipient of a benefit and you stuck, you kind of shoved it in a savings account, just in case. And for whatever reason, you didn't have the opportunity to use it. Somebody that I work really closely with uh, mentioned to me the other day, a really great idea to take that money and do something really great with it and kind of pay it forward would be consider giving your employees who really helped you out this year or or subcontractors who really helped you out this year, a bonus. Mm -hmm. Or even like if you have a friend who's been struggling this year and lost, you know, 80 to 90% in revenue, maybe just like, give them 500 bucks to like do what they want to go take a break, save it, whatever, just as their kind of Christmas present, put it towards a subscription as Alyssa said earlier. Um, or maybe donate it to a charity, right. For families in need or like something that you're passionate about, but do something like good with it. If you didn't end up needing it, maybe you ended up getting a bunch of work towards the end of the year and, and things kind of started looking up again and you just didn't need the money. So how could you take that and pay it forward in a really positive way? So those are some kind of cool ideas.
1: That's a great idea too. I hadn't thought anything about all the uh, government supports, but um, that it's true. Like the, the, Because the government supports kind of rolled out quickly and i uh, people took took advantage of them as they should um but as the year went on you may have not actually needed to dip into those um funds so yeah w- why make them sit there do do something with them right um that's always a good point too um
0: keep them but like yeah if you need it like we're not saying you have to but like if, you, if it's just sitting there right like that's the that's cool thing to Exactly
1: do. i think it's just i think what we're trying to get across is just thinking outside the box because this Christmas is just so bizarre, for lack of a better term. Like how we are going to celebrate is different. Um, the the actions of purchasing gifts and, and our and our thoughts about gift giving around this time are so different. So just take some time to think outside the box and and really reflect on how you can help your own community because Jeff Bezos doesn't need your money. No. Like, he does not need your money, and the Walton family of Walmart doesn't need your money. Like, how can you better support your community? Because there's a great line that um, I think I saw on Instagram, and I'm sure it's been used many, many times. But it's like the the people that you're always hitting up for, um, like to help your your kids' little league baseball team, and and to, to to or their soccer team, or all the community events that you're always hitting them up for throughout the year when they're donating products or giving prizes or gift certificates, all those sorts of things, those are the people that need you now. And so now it's time to return the favor because all those people that support the community and support all the things that you're doing throughout the year and always are available when you ask them, well, now they're asking for help. So now it's time for you and all of us to step up and make sure that we are supporting them.
0: Absolutely. And something that I I know that I do, I want to say like half my family, my, my, my parents and I, um, I, I still have family members that are younger. And so like, I still kind of like to, to get them something, you know, yeah. they're, they're in their teens, so it's fine. But for the most part, most of my family and I, we, um, we don't do gifts anymore just cause it's whatever. And if we do, it's like, well, can you donate to this for me? Or can we go like volunteer together before Christmas or even like for Christmas dinner, right? Instead of having our own, yeah. uh, we'll do something. The only thing I will say is I have found it challenging in Calgary to be able to volunteer. So yes, really I'll say that too. You. Like, you have to do multiple shifts. Like I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but or like it's full. It's like actually hard to, to do. But there are still so many things you can do, right? Like Toy Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know a family in need, like bring like making a Christmas dinner for everybody and then delivering it to those that maybe or too busy to cook or like, you know, had a rough year or just, or just can't afford it this year. Uh, like making a big turkey dinner, packaging it up and dropping it off to people. Um, so yeah, just really thinking about like how you can, how you can really give back this year. Cause yeah, like it's just, it sucked for everybody.
1: (laughs) But in, in sort of that vein of talking about, uh, small businesses that we, we frequent regularly and that we want to sort of give a shout out around this time because, um, they are such great community members. And, um, I think we've both probably spent a lot of money in these places over the years. And I think it's good that we can now pay it back a little bit, but yeah, two of my favorite local stores, um, that are, are clothing and accessory based, um the first one is Luna Blue which is a great women's boutique. Uh, there's two locations in Calgary, one on 14th Street and one in Inglewood and they always they have amazing clothes. They have the coolest best shoe selection anywhere. Um you can always go in. The ladies who work there are amazing and can find things to fit you and all that great stuff. And just like I mean and they've had um an interesting year cuz obviously they expanded which is awesome. They opened a location in Inglewood but um just a great place to get unique and different clothing items than you'd pick up at, um, sort of a traditional, um, like a blues or is blues even still open. I don't even know. Um, I haven't worn like actual business clothes in so long. I have no idea what's actually a store anymore. Um, my other favorite spot is Cinder and Sage. And, uh, if you follow on Instagram, you'll, everybody will know Lindsay who owns Cinder and Sage and her dog Frankie who, um, appears frequently in her Instagram stories, but she started as a solopreneur and she makes jewelry and she just started making jewelry and did all the sort of shows and things like that. And then she now has a location uh, in mission and where she sells all of her jewelry that she makes and also other accessories and and gift items and things that she purchases from other small businesses. So I actually just purchased my besties Christmas gift there. I won't say what it is, but um, it's, it's an item that's actually made by a woman in Prince George. Her business is in Prince George and she supplies these items um, to Lindsay and Cinder and Sage. So those are kind of two of my um, favorites. There's a, there's another couple that are also in Inglewood. And I think Inglewood just a really um, cool place to go Christmas shopping. Um, and they're both indigenous owned um, businesses. And I think that's an interesting uh, and something everybody needs to think about too, and how we're supporting people of color, black owned businesses, women owned businesses, and ind- indigenous owned businesses. And uh, Moonstone uh, Creations, um, they create, they do, they have beading and indigenous jewelry. It's an amazing store. The ladies in there are great. And then Ninth and Brick, which is right on Ninth Avenue in Inglewood. Um, it's kind of like a, a great place for stocking stuffers. I mean, she has everything from like headbands to jackets and purses and things like that, but really cool, interesting uh, stores to go check out.
0: That's awesome, Melissa. And uh, yeah, I definitely have a, a bit of a list here as well to, to mention um, in terms of retail. Um, and then I've got a couple of clients I want to shout out to as well that I've worked with over the last year that are just amazing, wonderful people that you should definitely check out if you're ever in Ontario. And they also have online... Um, so for my little kind of ho- supporting local gift guide here, I have to say, I've been going to Sweet Relief Bakery.
1: Deidre the absolute <laughs> best. I mean, forever. no one cannot love Deidre.
0: No. So De- Deidre, Alyssa and I have known Deidre, well, since she basically opened Sweet Relief. When Sweet Relief mm-hmm. opened, um, I was living kind of close to that area and I like, Stumbled across it, went in, met Deidre. She's the only one in. She's the only bakery in Calgary that makes something called Calgary O's, and they're essentially chocolate tipped or you know, But they're very like specific to Sweet Relief. Um, but she does. She does everything from Christmas cookies to cupcakes to custom cakes, and she's so unbelievably talented. And one of the things I loved about Deidre, and we'll link to all of these different businesses in uh, the show notes is that over COVID, when, when things were kind of shutting down and locking down, she was doing like a recipe a day on her Facebook Live. And they were so detailed and in-depth, like everything from sourdough, which was like all the rage, to like... Um, galettes and cupcakes and like cookies like you would think are so impossible to make but she just made it look so easy
1: yeah she became quite a social media star during the pandemic because like her in her kitchen and her cute little apron making things that she had on hand i mean she's just the absolute best She's
0: just a rock star, yeah. So she's um. I want to shout out to her right now. She's selling these amazing little cookie boxes for the holiday season, and a fellow entrepreneur that Alyssa and I both know, Michelle McPherson of Maven and Mention. Um, she recently we're having like a little wine date tomorrow night. She dropped off a box of cookies for me from Sweet Relief. Oh, so great. I was like, oh my God, I definitely, I was going to shout that out anyway. But yeah, so right now, uh, Deidre is selling these and they are actually on sale too for Christmas. So she'll make like custom holiday cookies for you. So what a great idea for basically any kind of gift. Um, the other person that I want to shout out to that I've been frequenting, the other business that I want to shout out to that I've been frequenting like week on like a monthly and kind of weekly basis. Oh. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit. Is uh, there's this new business down in Mission over on Twenty Fourth Ave called Fraser and Fig. Um, so the gentleman that owns it, Cam, he just recently opened Fraser and Fig earlier this year, and he's doing really well. But I love to continue spreading the word about Cam just because um, he does. Custom artisanal grazing boards, but they're like... He'll do an individual one, a medium one, or a small one, and a large one. And the cheeses and the meats rotate every week. And he's just such a fun guy. You go in there. He's super knowledgeable. He'll sit there and talk to you about everything that's on the plate. And just for the pricing, what you get on these plates, you can just go pick one up for dinner, pick one up for a party. You can hire them to like cater. It's so... Like the pricing is just um, unbelievable. Like they have a little mini one. I think it's like 15 or 19 bucks and you get like two hunks of delicious cheese and meats and olives and Marcona almonds. And yeah, Cam, I just love going in there and shooting the shit with him and grabbing a board. He's awesome. So check them out for sure.
1: That's, I mean, Uh, I don't think there's anything better than a really great charcuterie board for Christmas Eve. Like... I mean, that's just the ultimate Christmas Eve evening is just nibbling on all the good um, snacks and charcuterie. Oh, I don't eat meat, but the cheese is always the best.
0: We could do that for you if you don't eat meat too. Yeah. Um, and like it now, it's like, well, I could make my own or I could like go support this business, right? So, right. Yeah. The other, um, I could call it so many businesses, but the um, one of the hoods in Calgary that I'd really like to call out is Marta Loop. I have to say, um, I've been really lucky enough to to work with Marta Loop for the last uh, with the business improvement area for the last 3 or so years but and I've become so close with like a lot of the businesses in there. So while I I can't call them all out, all I would say is like in addition to Inglewood, Kensington and all the cool little spots in Calgary where you can really go support small business, definitely check out Marta Loop if you haven't because there's so much to see there. There's so many cool businesses to visit. And they really, that, that area of Calgary really has something for everybody, um, including lots of really neat services, hairstylists, stuff like that. So definitely, Martaloop is is a big one for me too. And if you want to check out Marta Loop, you can go to visit com, and there's a full business listing on there of everybody in Martaloop as well.
1: Yeah, all those uh, little um, inner city neighborhoods are just. Um such great gems. There's so many great gems in all those areas. And that's the thing too, is it's like, don't go park. I mean, I wasn't going to rant and I'm not going to really rant. We didn't want to have a lady rant in this episode, but to all those people that crammed Chinook and Market Mall and all the malls on Friday, like you could see on the news and everyone's jammed in there and it's like totally inappropriate We're like we're on basically lockdown in Calgary where you can't have anybody at your house and any of that. And it's like, but yet everyone's at these massive shopping malls just jammed in there with thousands and thousands of people that sh- shouldn't be happening in this time. And there is no better opportunity than to leave those big malls and go support these great neighborhoods that have all these tremendous people that are like one person or little family operations that are running these businesses. Like, I mean, why well, give your money? I mean, I sort of called it Jeff Bezos earlier, but like, I mean, don't give your money to Lululemon. There's an amazing yoga, um, uh, uh, company in winnipeg it's called Pronavita vita and she makes amazing sports bras and leggings and just these beautiful clothes that are all made in winnipeg she's um, a, a woman business owner it's like support her i mean like we can get lululemon anytime but it's like in this time like like support and you can, and and it's all online. So you can order online and it's shipped here, no problem. So like, even think local doesn't need to necessarily be like directly in your city neighborhood, but it's Canadian now. I mean, the world is our oyster, but search out some great Canadian businesses that you can order on online from, or book a trip there in the future. Like, I know you have a great one that would be a good opportunity to go on a COVID trip too.
0: Yeah, totally, and that's that's exactly right. If everybody actually spent ten dollars like a week on local products, um, the amount of support for small business that would happen would be obscene. Ten dollars, people. You know, maybe you love Starbucks, but maybe you want to go to Rosso instead, or Calgary Heritage Roasting, or Monogram, um, and grab your coffee there instead. It's the it's probably less money for a latte at those places, and it's local. Or instead of buying a carton of frankly, kind of gross ice cream from Safeway, why not go to Made by Marcus or Village or XO? Yeah. Grab a cone or grab a pint to stick in your freezer or Fiasco. Like Fiasco is doing... Sorry, they're not called Fiasco anymore. Righteous Gelato. They have vegan options. Like there's so many different cool things you can do to support local. Um, But a local business that I really want to call... Out uh, that I've been working with over the last year and out in Ontario. um, There's this amazing lodge. It's called the Lodge at Pine Cove. Um, It's a lodge and self-contained cottages on this beautiful river called the French River. I myself have not been yet. It is something that I want to do and is on my list. But the gentleman who owns this business, he and his family have owned this business for a very long time. And he and I believe his grandfather um, and father built the lodge with their bare hands over the years. And so this lodge is amazing because all of their cottages are self-contained. You literally show up. You don't have to see anybody. You're, you can arrange it so that your key is there, ready to go. You literally can quarantine in the cottage if required. Like that's your vacation. You leave here or wherever you're, you're coming from. Maybe you live in Ontario, in which case you don't have to quarantine. You go there and they have trails that actually... Um, I'll, I'll call it another business owner in a minute. But they have trails that were specifically cut and, um, foraged by a very good friend of theirs. And she wrote hiking guides based off of these trails. So you could pick up a hiking guide, go stay at this cottage. It's luxurious. They have hammered nickel, like beautiful, um, cast iron tubs, uh, Kitchens, so you can like, they they can deliver a food hamper to your door so you don't even have to go to the grocery store. And it is just unbelievably fantastic. So the Lodge at Pine Cove on the French River in Ontario is a wonderful place to go get away from all the hustle and bustle of the city, support a local family, well, a local Canadian family. And while you're at it, pick up a guide, uh, a really great guidebook called Loops and Lattes Hiking Guide by Nicola Ross who has written hiking guides for hikes all over Ontario, but more specifically for the trails at the lodge. So it's just a very heartwarming, wonderful experience. And I would just really highly recommend staying there. And like I said, we'll link all this in our show notes.
1: Yeah. But like what a what, a, what an amazing COVID getaway, right? Where you don't have to don't see yeah. anyone, it's all self-contained and, and still like being, I mean, uh, of course, tourism is close to my heart because that's obviously where i where I spend most of my time and what I do is work but um so to have to see those those family owned businesses from a tourism perspective be able to offer something that's unique and actually beneficial um in this pandemic time where they can set themselves apart because um you don't have to um check in and everything is self contained and you can have your own getaway that is completely pandemic friendly. Exactly. Pretty awesome.
0: The other one that I want to call out in Ontario, so not here in Calgary, um, if you're looking for some new skincare or you really love lavender and you really like relaxing, um, soothing skincare, another thing to consider is, well, you know, I don't want to call like anyone out, but like, well, I love the keels of the worlds and the scoas of the worlds. Um, there's nothing I love more than if I can find a skincare regime or company that is local and locally made and, and handcrafted. And one such company that I came across earlier this year was Belvedere Lavender out of Woodstock, Ontario. A gentleman named Eric Westling um, created this line of beautiful, soothing lavender skincare products. And I use about three or four of them on the regular now. Uh, they have like a goat's milk bath soak that is absolutely phenomenal. They have a roller ball that I use religiously for stress and headaches Mm -hmm. and a facial mist that I probably use three times a day when I'm working and before bed. Um, And some of the creams that they have, whether it's their body butter or their face cream, um, have really substantially taken down redness and, and helped with dry skin problems for me. And it's very affordable. And again, locally made, um, toxin-free, cruelty-free, all natural. So just kind of encouraging you to to look at what other co- like skincare companies that aren't giant conglomerates can you um, support that are local, even in Calgary. Um, and maybe you want to start getting your skincare routine from them instead, right?
1: Yeah, that's a good... Uh... Good idea too. I mean, I think in this day and age, there's just uh, everything. I think. I mean, I think there's the stat or whatever that most like eighty five percent of all all makeup and skincare is owned by L'Oreal or Estee Lauder. I mean, those are the two big ones, and pretty much any you can go to Sephora and most um, items that you pick up are owned by um, one of those two companies. And so, you, even if it says like Craftmate or like craftsman style skincare. It's really it's L'Oreal or whatever. Um, I did want to say I forgot one, and it's funny because they're good friends of mine. But getting back to your your cheese and charcuterie, um, a couple of really good friends of mine, um, Paul Chambers and his husband uh, Craig Sonic, um, they own uh, Dancing Goats Farm, which is a goats' che- farm cheesery, and it's in Acme, just north of Calgary. And I've known Paul forever, <laughs> like seven, eight years. And it was always, he and Craig were dancers with the Alberta Ballet. That's how they met. And, um, Craig always had this, um, vision that he wanted to be a cheesemaker. And he worked with Peasant Cheese, with Crystal at Peasant Cheese, and he worked with Janice Beaton, um, before they made this leap to start their own cheese company. So, um, I visited them a little while, a few weeks ago, um, and hung out with the goats and stuff. And so they are doing amazing for basically a two person operation. They have like one staffer that they work with, but Craig makes all the cheese and himself, and you can find dancing goat cheese in most, um, um, grocery stores in Calgary, like they're in blush lane and bite and they're in the Italian center, not the Italian center. They're in the, um, the one that's up on North center street. I forgot. I'll link it below, but, um, but yeah, like you can actually just go and, 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 and pick up their cheese. Like, I mean, um, amazing. Like they're in Springbank cheese as well. So, um, being sort of having seen it and having gone out to their farm and hung out with the goats to sort of see the process of making cheese, like two people have created this amazing, um, well-known in the Calgary area um, cheese. Um, yeah, it's called dancing goats. And I mean, as so though that doesn't make sense, right? Cause they were both dancers, but yeah, two awesome people. And so I think that's the thing too. And I, I made a comment on social media today because um, everybody keeps saying support small business, support small business, but Businesses aren't the economy. People are. And so it's the people behind these businesses and the people who are purchasing from these businesses that are the economy. So learning about who these people are and and the reasons why they wanted to, to, to own these businesses and the reasons why they started them and their, their passions, that's what makes an economy that you're not just buying from faceless, nameless people, or you're not just going onto Amazon and just buying things from China. Like there is a relationship that can be, and should be made with how you're um, purveying your products, um, whether it's services or um, actual products. So um, I think that's kind of where we got with our little shout outs. Maybe you could go on with this forever. Um, but the purpose was to just sort of share some of our great favorite places that we go to on a regular basis. And, um, if you have favorite places, please share them with us too. Like, um, tag us on Instagram or tag them on Instagram and tell us where you're shopping local and how you're supporting the economy, um, through the holiday season. I think we would love to know.
0: Absolutely. Um, also the place that you're thinking of is Lena's on center street,
1: right? Okay. Yes.
0: Yep. Um, and, uh, I, I do want to call it one more company just really quickly. If you don't eat dairy, but you really love cheese. Um, there's a company out of Calgary called Flora Formage. Um, or formage. yeah, that's good stuff too. Um, those little wheels of deliciousness are fantastic. There's like a truffle one and they're cashew based cheese. So there's lots of, there's been some great vegan options that have popped up for those of you who don't do dairy. Um So yeah, the last thing I want to point out here um, as well, if you're looking for some really great inspiration for somebody, for a loved one in terms of wanting to give them like a book or something, someone I want to mention is a good, uh, Good friend of mine and all-around amazing woman, Michelle Cederberg, who is a uh, coach here in Calgary. Uh, she coaches on lots of different things, but mostly business and kind of like life coaching. Um, but she's honestly like a business and life coach that I can I can get behind. <laughs> there's yeah. there's a lot of them, and but Michelle is brilliant. So she actually just wrote uh, a book. I believe this is actually her second book. I should know this. I apologize. <laughs> it's Sunday. We're taping on a Sunday. Uh, but anyways, the book is called the success energy equation and it just came out and is available, um, in a number of different formats. Um, it is available on Amazon, but you could probably also buy it in other ways and you are still supporting a small yeah. business.
1: Shelf life books and Owl's Nest books in Calgary are both, yeah. uh, good local bookstores. Just putting that in there.
0: Sure. The consignment ones, right? So, well, and just do they do consignment and then just regular?
1: And shelf life's just a regular bookstore too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyways, um, just another great local entrepreneur that you can support if you're looking for some.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we, as we said at the beginning of this, we so appreciate all of our listeners and you guys tuning in to hear us rambling um, on a semi-weekly basis. And uh, we have some cool stuff coming up in 2021, we have some big plans for Ladies Who Launch. So um, tell your friends and join in the party as we continue to grow this into 2021. But on behalf of Dakota and I and the our Ladies Who Launch pod, um, have very happy holidays. Um, please just take some time to relax and enjoy and pretend that we're not having to stay home, but you just want to stay home. Exactly.
0: 100%. Cozy up. Yeah. Enjoy. We love all of you. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode.